Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. It is time for the sports desk. 26 minutes away from 12 o'clock. Here he is, star of the show, Louis Herman White. Jurgen Klopp is not happy with your damn media narratives, are you? No. No. He's not. Is he, Jurgen? A week ago, whenever nobody knew about my decision, it was he had 18 months on a contract, 18 months, nobody asked. So give us a break, give the boys an end. And and of course it's about, and if I'm here... We need to create a perspective and all these kind of things and what, what's happening next and stuff like this. That's completely normal. Nobody has to worry. Write what you want. This club is stable 100% and, and everything will be fine. I'm 100% sure. And the rest, we have to get through this. We have to get through your questions. We have to give some answers. And that's how it is. If our people, I would recommend to stay calm in this department massively. It just... He's just a little bit frustrated, I think, that people were suggesting that all his players are going to walk out the door once he leaves. But that's what happens when, when coaches leaves, leave because those guys have played for him and and um, there's a deep relationship there. So it'll be interesting to see how they play this moving forward on the football signing news, no, no, Daniel. Before you go any further, before you go any further, um, when your captain then says it could be an end of an era... Um, you know, maybe you can forgive the media for going down that path. You know, it really says he doesn't know what's going to happen. No, just maybe, Jürgen, just maybe. Maybe the seed was planted by someone inside the tent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, that's right. And that's why the questions are being asked, and that's why there was a bit of moderate panic being uh, ensued. So, yes, and that's exactly where it's come from, Um I think it's just natural to wonder what happens next. Uh, what's happening next? Daniel, talk to us about our new signing at the Wellington Phoenix as we march towards a home grand final at Sky Stadium. Uh, well, he fits an area of the field that Wellington Phoenix need to bolster. Uh, that is midfield. Uh, he also provides a little bit of uh, flexibility and provides uh, cover for uh, the right fullback position, which every single season it seems Wellington Phoenix need another option in that part of the field. Uh, for example, um, what Mr. Payne is he still suspended? I think he might be in that, in that full spot. I think Pennington onto the right hand side of the defensive line. Um, he has some pedigrees, played international football, uh, played at a World Cup. The data sounds good, but that, that's all I'm going on. Um, my eyes tend to tell me the most. Uh, in these things, and we're not going to see that for another few weeks just yet. Um, sounds like all going well. They might get uh, the visa spot uh, sorted, or the visa, the working visa sorted by next week. And I think Sean Gill, director of football on this show a couple of hours ago, said the game on the 18th of Feb's probably the most likely for a potential debut. Um, yeah, but it's it's a good sign that they feel the A-League is kind of wide open. And they're in the race, and that's what you want. That's what you want to see. You know, they've they've had a fourth, um, a final visa spot open all season. Of course, we talked about it. You heard um, Big Bill from the the black, the soon to be Black Knight slash Volcanoes yet to be determined Auckland club saying they're going to use absolutely all five import spots and marquee spots. Um, my advice will remain the same to Auckland uh, fans: hold him to that. 
hold him to that. And now the Wellington Phoenix have filled those spots. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what sort of impact he makes. Uh, the flop ratio was the other sort of uh, line of thinking Sean Gill was uh, pointing out, that you can get a lot of... At the history of the A-League, there has been a lot of flops as far as imports, uh, but they feel more empowered with information, uh, with vision, that they feel they're making more of an educated guess than back in the day. So it's a very positive step. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. So Costa Rican, Houston Salas. So we'll watch out for him. And, and uh, we heard earlier Sean Gill said that it's not until the MacArthur sort of tour where we're going to potentially have access to him, which is 18th of Feb. So that's uh, they play the Brisbane Raw on Friday. Then they've got that Waitangi Day game against the Central Coast Mariners on Tuesday the 6th. Then they play Western United on the 10th. And then they got eight days off to MacArthur on the 18th. So that is where it is looking likely. Yesterday I broke you the news that um, Tyrrell Hatton has defected and he's joined Liv. So the and the Saudi uh, with Public Investment Fund and, and Greg Norman and the, the team there at Liv Golf have said, they've promised they're just going to keep taking players until we get this deal done, some strategic framework to work with the PGA Tour. Tyrrell Hatton. He's off. He was meant to be in the PGA Tour field this week. Instead, he's going to be playing alongside John Rahm in the first Live event, which is in Mexico this weekend. Terrell Hatton, one of your favourite players, Daniel, because of his <laughs> extraordinary emotions. Uh, this is a, a clean version. I like an emotional players... golfer. You know that. Yeah, I love an well, emotional golfer. And that's why you will be a massive fan of Team Legion. I think that's the name of uh, John Rahm and uh, Terrell. And you'll be buying all of the merch available. Oh, they're on the now, same I... team. Yeah, that's oh, right. That's peak, that's peak potential for emotional catastrophe. Well, they, they're, the, they're the wonderful partners in, uh, in the Ryder Cup. So when, when Tyrrell Hatton lines up uh, for Live Golf and they've got microphones literally up the wazoo, well, not quite, but they, they absolutely love miking all of their players up. We're probably going to get some more of these highlights. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. You are so bad. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit left answer is a straighter. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is a big flare, right? Have you seen the worst golf shot? No, to answer the question. That's terrible. Generally something you practice. This is all... Creative and instincts, and that's okay. <laughs> Didn't get the ovation that he was looking for. <laughs> Didn't hit anyone, did it? This young lady. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Why did it that's hit okay. you? That's okay. We were expecting it. Honestly. You're expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're expecting me to get hit with a oh, golf okay. ball? Not expecting me to hit a bad shot. No. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> That's so short. Okay. So short? How about short of miraculous from his position? He's just one of the great characters, is Tyrrell Haddon. And he, he great deadpan, humor, eh? Oh, he is such a dry Englishman. And he's going to be on another yeah. level at Live Golf. You can just tell. Was it 50 million quid he got? Something of the sort? Yeah, so. Considering what so, John went for, he's probably one tenth of John. Literally. 12th, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I, th- I think it's um, it's not nearly what John Rahm got, but I'm sure he's probably getting a sling from John Rahm to join the team as well. So, look, they're all doing well. It's double his his career earnings to date in just the signing fee. So, look, that's the extent of what these guys are getting paid. Um, it's a lot, a lot of money. Uh, and that's the latest there, Terrell Haddon. So they're playing in Mexico this week. The first chance to see Live Golf. We had uh, Sam Pinfold, who is Cam Smith's caddy. He was at the Caracamillions. He had a share in the third, the horse that ran third in the Caracamillion, full force. He was absolutely buzzing, and he was on the plane to Mexico the day after, not hung over at all. So if um, no, the club's all. being pulled, we'll know why. No, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, thank you very much, Louis. Hey, Louis, uh, rugby in this country is in an interesting position, shall we say, an interesting position. Um, did you hear this, though? Um, let me crowbar a story in, and no, it's not from the AFCON desk. Last year's Rugby World Cup in France enjoyed a 19% growth in viewership from the 2019 edition, according to World Rugby. Seven-week tournament held in September and October clocked, and I don't know if this means anything to you, Louis, clocked a record 1.33 billion viewing hours across linear and non-linear broadcasters. Nah, it's that represents a massive, a massive 30% growth from the 2015 Rugby World Cup in England. Of the total viewership, 85% came from free-to-air television broadcasters. Oh, that's not meaningless. No. That makes sense. I just, so, um, that, that's like, what is linear and non-linear? I just, it cracks yeah. me up because weren't these the same people that were dragging people's videos off Twitter that weren't uh, yeah. accredited or... or rights holders so if they want to sing the praises of how many people are viewing it why didn't they just let content be content like they say the nba or other global sports the final for which i think was played achieved the highest viewing hours of any match globally with 94 million uh france's quarterfinal loss to the springboks was a distant second with 69 million um there you have it so, um, why are they quantified in viewing hours rather than viewers, I wonder? Good question. Maybe it's easy to monetize. Mm. Go X amount of hours, grabbing people's attention. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Louis, for the sports desk. It is 16 away from 12 o'clock. Back with more shortly.